When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is instant reaction for Everton nil, Arsenal 1. It is the Blue Room. We are downstairs in the Denby Castle. Les Roberts, it's your turn to do the 30 second summary. Go. I can get in three. Uh, played for a draw, got beat, basically. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just thought there was, there was no game plan. There was no, well, I don't know if the game plan was to just hit it long, but we had two wingers on the pitch. Didn't get it out to them. Didn't get it into the middle for the big fella. Um, yeah, it was just devoid of anything, wasn't it? And the, the most galling thing for me was we didn't even make Ben White cry. <laughs> the fucking sunbed king was on the pitch for 90-odd <laughs> minutes and we didn't give him one little bit of hard time. You know, him and Zinchenko. I mean, Zinchenko cries at anything anyway. Didn't even, didn't even get down his throat or anything. It was just... It was just devoid of anything. You can usually, you can usually rely on Everton to like give Arsenal a little bit of a kick and let them know that in the game. I know it's a mad cliche and it's a bit, bit of a shit thing to say, but that's the minimum you want. And today... There was just nothing. Arsenal just passed it round us. Came, came to just like control the game, control the game, and, and won it quite easily. I think you, you said, didn't you? After the game, it was like a one 0 hammering because oh, they yeah, just controlled the game completely, and there was yeah. there was nothing in it from us. And you know, back to the subs as well. He just did like for like. It yeah. didn't change a single thing in the game. Just uh, very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That, that's probably about more than th- that's yeah, one minute nineteen. But you know. Maybe maybe three second review would be a better way to go. Because we might just say fucking shite a lot this season, yeah, it feels yeah. like, doesn't it? Yeah, that's painful. <laughs> um, Dave, I'll come to you. That I mean, I thought it was so painful to watch that today. Um, you know, I appreciate they're a good side. This bolstered the, the side and improved, I think, from the team that we beat last year. But from an Everton perspective, like we couldn't even get our hoops forward, right? Like, you know, they're all going out to play for throw-ins. And, like, you know, Beto sometimes was like looking for the ball and it was like 25 yards away from him. Yeah. Um, absolutely, I, I just thought that was absolutely dreadful. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I can't think of a game, and look, there's been plenty in the last, what, two and a half years, three years, how poor we've been in certain games where we've lost. Um, what 1-0 flatters us to Arsenal. I said that it would be embarrassing for Arsenal fans to go away from that and they only won 1-0 and scored one goal. Um, I think the, the dice selection there was just bang on what you'd see from him back at Burnley. Um, I don't think there was any effort whatsoever to win the game. Um, I thought that He's, he's sad and you can see that by how long they prevented Arsenal from scoring you can see defensively exactly what he wanted he, he wanted that to last for 90 minutes and come away from it with nil-nil and I think that this might sound quite um, a little bit too far about Sean Dice here but when he does his piece with uh, the press and, and match of the day and whatever it is he talks to later on he'll he'll feel quite proud or be able to say something that's quite positive from us only losing that game one nil. And, and I think he's got away with it there if we do. Um, the, the way in which we set up, you mentioned there about uh, about Beto. Um, you said he was looking up for the ball. I don't think he'll find the ball if he looked all over the floor. It was in Stanley Park close than it was to him. Um, and, you know, look, what what Dice will be saying, I could probably do his press for him, but I think he'll be saying <laughs> is, Arsenal are a good side. Arsenal are a really good side. We have to break them down. They're going to have most of the ball. Um, you know we need to attack when we can and, and take our chances when we can. Can't remember us having a chance. Um, 
can't remember the midfielder, and I've said this a few times, and I might get slated by this because he's loved, yeah. he's he's adored by it, Onana, and I just don't see it. I don't see, and and look, the, 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 the caveats for that are the fact that he's surrounded by shite mostly, but he hides as quickly as he possibly can in a game. I think the odd time or two you'll see him throw a tackle in, and we'll have that typical sort of thing you get when you've signed a player for a lot of money. Oh, how good is he? Because he's made the tackle. Look how amazing he is. You won't see it again for about 20, 30 minutes until he has to. Um, and I think that's a concern that obviously he's going to start games. You're not going to change him. You're not, and look, I don't know who you bring in instead of him. But everything that was tried to... I'd, I'd like to ask Dice what the game plan was against these here. Uh, I, you know, when, when's the point in the game which we all do we all stand there screaming and shouting saying this is the 10 minute to 20 minute spell probably towards the end of the game where everybody goes nuts in the crowds and you scream and teams go forwards none of that either that, that's one of the worst and, and you can go through a long long list like I said that's one of the worst I've seen for a long time now and I'm, I don't think I'm exaggerating it I think in terms of like trying to do things with the ball like like technically and like creative, like creatively like there was just like every time anyone tried to do something it, like it didn't come off or like just went out like, pa- like passes going like you mentioned Anana, Anana there and like he played as the deepest midfielder today didn't he and like I can't remember who it was in the week on one of the shows I was on um, I think it might have been Adam Sutton said that like he looks like he's more preoccupied with looking good on the ball and making sure he, like it's flamboyant and like easy on the eye as opposed to just getting the pass right and there was that moment at the end of the first half where we, we had them penned in rarely and then he got the ball and he just played the, played the most casual pass you've ever seen just across the, the pitch and they, they sprung forward and counted it's like what are you doing like yeah. you know just, just just make sure the pass gets there you don't have to like, do this big languid stride up to it and, and listen there were other players today who, who, were, who were dreadful as well but Matt's Matt, sorry, sorry to interrupt you but I've seen people raving because he was man of the match against Azerbaijan for, for Belgium the other day and I'm like Take a step back and have a look at the context. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, because he was playing. And I thought, that's, I'm not saying that's his level, but he'll end up going to uh, a better club than us in, well, let's say two years to three years, if I say if we're lucky, if he comes good at us. And he'll end up at a top four side. He'll be playing in the Champions League. And this is where I go back to the point I made about it. Will he No, he will. He he will, because other, other managers will see what he's like I wouldn't surprise me if he ends up at Chelsea with about 500 other players who will play for 10 minutes but the fact that we don't see him play for us I think equally shows on the other side of the coin what we have around him that just can't bring him into the game as well because he has got talent we know he's got talent he's a big fella he's got a load of attributes there we get nothing out of him at the same time he needs to be doing something different himself if he's going to be a world class player a top class player He's got to find something else using that head of his rather than saying that the crowd and putting a fist towards him. Yeah. Uh, Matt, come to you, mate. How, how do you feel after that? <sighs> it was. I think I've seen him make that face. <laughs> <laughs> it was an. Since I've known him. <laughs> it was an ugly, ugly game. It was. Arsenal didn't get out of first gear, did they? It, Les is totally right. We set up for a draw and we didn't get it. Did you ever feel like we were going to get someone from that game at, at any point, honestly? No, no. And that's saying something for me because I am the eternal optimist, but no, not at all. I mean, I was joking with the fella sat next to me because I was in my dad's seat today and Archie had mine and 
he's like the biggest misery in Goodison Park. And I was like sort of jabbing him, trying to be more positive. And it was about half an hour in, he said, we haven't even had one moment where I've gone, ooh, like that. And then for the rest of the match, it was like, was that a who? Was that a who? And we ended up having a laugh in the end. But it was just, it was ugly, like, ineffective. Sean Dyche loves the word effective. You need to be an effective side. Until, I would say, the last 10 minutes, we were totally ineffective. And until Mikhailenko, like, charged down the pitch and, like, won us our only corner of the game, which we all know what happened after that. I won't come to that. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Like, we just didn't seem like a side that wanted to chase for anything and didn't want to fight for anything. I mean, like Onani have said before there, he just... Languid is a perfect word to describe, like, his style of play today. Just... It, we know he's got it in him. Like, I, I agree. He's going to end up at a... Maybe not a top, top side, but he's going to end up being at a better side than Everton just because maybe he's got a good agent or what. He's an international. But I just I just wish for the, the short time that he's with us... I don't want to use the L word because that's a massive dog whistle these days in football. But I'd just rather i I'd like to see him just be a bit more aggressive and yeah. just try and take, take control of games, like grab it by the scruff of the neck and actually... Especially on telly, like his agent should be in his ear saying, "You're in the shop window here. You could get a big move yeah. in January or next summer. Like you might still lose the game, but just stand out." And he didn't stand out at all today. Well, maybe he did in the wrong way, but he just he just didn't. I thought the only player who really stood out was Mikhailenko. Yeah. Like, oh, Brown points at a good game again. Well, he never stands out for me because you just expect it now, don't you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just do. It's it's a lot of his years should not be playing the way he is, but he's just he's phenomenal and. Yeah, I just made up with him. I've got nothing but good things to say about him, and the fact that we've had nothing but bad things, bad things to say about the team in, at large means that he barely gets a mention just because it's like, yeah, it's like, obviously in his position you can't take control of the games where the score for the deck and stuff, and I would rather he didn't. Like I don't want him charging forward like Sylvan Distan used to, but uh, <laughs> no, yeah, he's he's just he's great. I, just, I want 10, 10 of him. <laughs> Annoying thing for me, and I, I alluded to it at the start, is is basically. Playing for a draw and then maybe catching them on the counter at some point during the game is not actually a bad tactic against yeah. a team like that. It, we've done it in the past and it's worked, but you've got to have the team buying into it. There was no closing down. The closing down was bad. You'd have one player closing down and then the next Arsenal player would be like 10 yards away with no one on them. It was too yeah. too easy. And there's no common sense either. You like they, they took the same corner routine or a variation of it yeah. every yeah. single time. And we left, almost about 10 shots yeah. from the edge of the box. And we yeah. left we left the men on the edge of the box every time. You knew what they were going to do and no one picked them up. They all packed in the area and it's like, what are you going to do there? Don't stop the crosses, don't stop the shots. There's no, you know, as a manager, you might not be able to plan for that in the build-up to the game because, you know, I don't know if Arsenal do it every week. Yeah. Maybe they don't. That could be the first time you've done it. But that's when you need your players on the pitch to be like, yeah, I'm going, right, you go and get him, mark yeah. him. Don't be just packing the area. And it's just, it's, it's things like that. It's basic shit that yeah. we're just like getting wrong all the time. And, you know, it's all very well being a. Pro- I'll, I'll go to. I'll, I'll defer to Dan on this one. The, the Kettering pragmatist. It's yeah. all very well being known as a pragmatic manager, but we're just not. We yeah. we kind of had the same with Benitez. You know, when he came in, he's a pragmatist. He'll sort the defence out first. Thought the same would happen with Dice, and it's not. And that that's the worrying thing. I think you said, Dave. There's, there's, there was nothing at the back. There was nothing at the front. Yeah. There was nothing in the middle. I just don't know what that team does. Well, there's not. Like, I put on Twitter. There's, there's, I look at the team. Like there's no redeeming features about it. Like. They can't attack. They can't defend. It's like that United tweet, isn't it, about Moyes saying United need to improve yeah. their passing, shooting, defending, <laughs> and goalkeeping. It's like, well, well yeah, but, like, but it's like, I, like, 
I don't watch them and think like they're eleven. I'm not, I'm not saying like they're being like lazy or not trying, but like I don't watch them and feel like they're giving like everything out there. No. Like, just, like I don't feel like they're going to be crawling off the pitch there, thinking God, I poured everything like heart and soul into that game, and like we haven't like got we haven't got anyone who's like a like a talisman for us. Like, I know like people like laugh at like bring Richie back stuff and like listen, I'm not sitting here saying that, but like. At least he was like a, a figurehead and a talisman. Like he was, you know, sometimes he was he was awful. Sometimes he was really good. But he was someone who wants to like to drive this team forward. And like again, I've said this on pods in like the last few weeks. Like if you're if you're like ten years old and you're getting an Everton kit, who, whose name are you getting on the back? Like like like, like who who's like if you're like that age, like who are you looking up to and going, oh, I, I love him. You know what what a player he is. You know like he, I, you know he's my favourite player. I've got posters of him. All over the walls. There's nobody, is there? Like, there's, there's, there's absolutely nobody from that point of view. No, and you, and you think as well, if you're a team that's this bad, because that's what we've got to look at it now. We're a team that's been in two relegation scraps, and we're going to be in a third in three years. Yeah. So we are a bad team. You do need at least one player in the side who's going to drag you through. So you yeah. think back to the nineties. This is why Duncan. So Duncan goal, Ferguson yeah. got his reputation because not because he was like he spent half, most of his time off the pitch, to be honest, or at least half of it. Um, but when he was on it. He was a player who like dragged the team through. The fans could get behind him. The other players would like sort of raise the game a bit if he if he if he got like sorted into the heads that way. And there's none of that. As you said, Richarlison did that as well. You know, yeah. do you think that that relegation running, he was yeah. as important as anyone in that because he showed that fight and he dragged players through and he dragged us through that season. But there's none of that. There's none of, you know, you can have you know, you can look to players like Tarkovsky. He's, he's, yeah, and he's dropped off again massively this season, hasn't he? No, he's not, not showing anything. There's just, no, there's no one. You know, you could say O'Nanary, like, he gives it the big one to the crowd every now and then. But as you said, he's got to do it on, he's got, he's got to do it on the ball first yeah. to sort yeah. of, you know, to get the right to do that. And it's just, it's, yeah, it, it's quite depressing. Like, as much Dave as like we can talk about O'Nanary a lot because we expect a lot of him. You know, he is still a young player. Like, like, like experienced players today, like Ashley Young. Goodness, I mean, goodness me, Idris Gay. Headless chicken, you know, Dan Juma. I can't remember him doing. And we've got we've got experienced players there, haven't we? In, in the team who are you know Tarkovsky. I think the first four times he touched the ball, he's boosted it out to play. You know, where are the, where are those experienced players we've got, and why aren't they leading by example? Yeah, and an additional to experience, I think. I, I don't know. I hate to say this, and and I think Matt was about to say the word, and he just said like the, the letter of it. And I, I think there's a lot of them there that look lazy. They look lazy. They might not be lazy. They look lazy. Maybe they're not fit enough. Maybe they, well, if they're not fit enough, I think Dice needs to walk away right now because that's all he ever seems to be banging on about. <laughs> they're not Dice fit. Maybe, maybe they are Dice fit. Maybe they're <laughs> yeah. Need to get Ian Warm. Dice fit or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're doing across a week. A Finch Farm. I'm not too sure what the game plan is, how he's approaching it. Um, look, we don't get to see those opportunities, and you know, probably thankfully we didn't. Otherwise, we'd be going down there like a mob, we'd be trying to set it on fire. But um, something needs to be changing really, really quickly. I'm not sure Sean Dice has to manage to do it. And look, I'm not saying this. Maybe I am, but I'm trying not to say that Everton need a different manager. But when you've got one that is trying to make a team hard to beat. That doesn't work with Everton, and by that, we didn't stay up in the last two seasons because we were hard to beat. We stayed up because we actually started to try and score some goals, and you know, and then three other teams who were horrendous. Well, that's yeah, it, that's that last season, there was a lot of one nils on the way to yeah. survival, and a lot of shit around us, and 
well, it looks like there is this, there is this season, but we're equally probably worse than them right now. Are we the only club below the three promoted sides right now? Yeah. Um, we've got to be above those three. Um, you know, the, the, the massive games we've got coming up as well. We've got Luton at home soon, haven't we? Yeah. We've, so been we've, got, we've got Brentford away then, Luton and Bournemouth at home. They're, they're huge we've, matches. We've had, we've had a favourable start, haven't we, really? When you oh, look at yeah. The yeah. Well, before yeah. we get to ten games, double figures, we, we'll have played at least half a dozen of them. Yeah. We should be looking to get as much points as we can from because they're going to be in and around us at the, in the bottom half of the league. It, it, it's scary, I think, Matt, and it's... Um, it's easy to sound like you're getting carried away by this, but we've experienced all of this in the last couple of years. The thing that's different to me right now is we look like we've set the furthest pace back in what we've done in those two years. How long is it going to take to turn this round? And then the opposition you've got coming up towards Christmas. We can play well. It's, it's coming up to the odds where we can go somewhere and play well and not win a game. It, it can happen like that. We can, you know, we can go to a side like Arsenal away from home. You don't win there, but we can all walk away saying, ah, oh, we played really well, we should have won that game, we should have had a penalty there. That doesn't happen. It doesn't, doesn't change anything on the table, does it? This, this is the thing that like naturally happens when you're like on a <coughs> shit run. You will have games where you play well and you still get beat. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, we are. We're getting better. We're turning in the corner. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like what Feel happened... Feel sorry in, for yourself as well. Yeah, and it's kind of like what happened in the, the games against Wolves and Fulham. It's yeah. like, yeah, we, OK, we played fine, but we didn't score and we got beat. And... You know, you, you say you make a team hard to beat. The way you do that is you have your whole defensive midfield buying in on playing defensively and fucking getting in the way of every single ball that the opposition tries to throw in. Close down every cross, close down every shot, and we're not doing that. You know, you look at um, you look at some of the goals you can see, like the ones against Sheffield United, leaving a man on the edge of the eighteen-yard box on Mark. That's not a team that's hard to beat. That's not a, that's not a team that a manager is instilling in them that they're hard to beat. Um, and it, yeah, it's it just there's there's nothing there. I ask that and question then to everyone. Do you look at Dice and think maybe you look at changing him? No, because... Um, and we, is that just based on I previous mean, it's, it's, not, it's not really based on him, but we've packed the squad. We've played, We've basically stripped away all of our ingenuity and creativity, haven't we, to, you know, because we're skins and because his style of football is very direct. Um, so we haven't really got, you know... If, if, we, brought, if we sacked Dice, we'd probably put like someone like Allardyce that, that he was going to fit yeah. that team. Um, and the other, the other thing as well is that I don't think they can afford to. Like, like genuinely, when you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you see some of like this, the stuff with this takeover and the, you know, how they, they've scrimmed for every penny this summer, like, can't, how many, what's he, when's his contract up? Is it at the end of the end next of season? Year, year, two, so maybe, maybe it won't be too expensive then, but like, even for us at the moment, like, if we had to pay, like, get in as well. if we had to it's pay. the end of 8 million to sack them all. 8 million? I reckon. And all we, the backroom staff as well, because. And we've yeah. also got a hearing coming up with. The Premier League saying that's going to say, "Look, we are financially sound," and like doing it before yeah. then, like we'll, basically we'll... the Venkies are signing us. Yeah, I mean, what what, what do you <laughs> think about that? Uh, yeah, like what do you think? I think we're stuck with them for better or worse. So it's not worth asking yourself what if we change the manager and stuff like that. Um, I think we have got a little bit of creativity left on the side, but obviously not what we did have. Where? I think where I genuinely was. Um, well, no, you'll definitely disagree with this straight away. But James Garner, I think he's got a bit. Dan Juma should have some. I mean, the problem you two are arguing about there is you've got to get it to them. You, you, Dice is not thinking of ways. Well, that as well. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. thrown James. I don't know if you've seen it from where you were. I was watching on the telly at the time when James Dan, uh, James Garner comes on. Did he come on for uh, Dan Juma? Was it? 
towards yeah. the end, yeah. He come on and he comes on and he's I don't know who he's talking to as he came on and he said, Am I going into ten? You can see him like visibly say it. Am I going into ten or like he moved his fingers to say it? And whoever it was next to him, I thought it was, just said, no, you go over there. Yeah. And he just went and standing on the right-hand side, which is all we've ever seen him do under Dice. What, what effect are you getting from there? He's a midfielder. I think we, he's an attacking midfielder. We've too. sold all our other wingers, haven't we? So it's like well, when, you've got, when, you, when you've got, like Matt mentions there, when you've got somebody who can do something like he said, which I think he can, you know, when you looked at him at Nottingham Forest before he came to us, I thought that's the first piece of decent business we've done, transfer window-wise at the time. Why are you negating everything he can do from a midfield role where he can pass the ball, he can put you into an attack just because we haven't got a, a right winger because we've been them all? I don't, I don't understand how that works. And I don't understand why the, there's a persistence of Decore playing as a 10 because, look, he may have scored a couple of goals. I think it feels like sentiment since he scored against Bournemouth on the last day of the season. Is he just getting it because he did that? There's got to be something in, in Dice's brain that can work better than what we're seeing right now in those particular positions. Well, sorry, I don't know, do you want to make a point about the thing? The squad is so short, though. Like, who else do you play there? Yeah, like, if, 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 if you, if, say, if you said, right, Dan Zuma's going to play split striker, he's going to play in the Decore role, then you've got a gap to fill on the left. So you've got to move McNeil across, and then you're like, right, if McNeil goes to the left, who's on the right? And all of a sudden, you're back to James Garner, right wing again, then. Because because the squad is so short, like I was amazed we named the full bench with one keeper on today. Like, <laughs> like yeah, they're never gonna get on the pitch, are you? Yeah, no, anymore, no. yeah, and you said before about you've got to get it to them, and I'm gonna wade into the great Everton discourse of the last couple of weeks. We really missed Alex Awobi today. We really did. <laughs> did Didn't even think about that. That player. Obviously, I know the reasons we sold him and. Yeah. We had to basically. We got a good wedge for him, considering he wasn't going to sign a contract. But for the last two years, he's been one of the only players who, when we've got a fullback with the ball at the feet and they're looking up, he's one of the only ones who can take it and drive forwards. The amount of times that our fullbacks or our centre halves today passed it into the midfield and they just they didn't even turn, they didn't even look, they just put it straight back. Just lost it. We're getting back to that, and then lost it. Yeah. Getting yeah. back to that, just popping it back to the centre back. Yeah. It's all day, all day. Mm. Not one person thought I'm going to drive forward a little bit. Release one of the wingers, and I think that's why the two wingers were so deep. I think for the first 15 or 20 of the second half, I think Dyson was said at half time, you've got to get forward. But in the first half, both of them were just camped. Oh, next it was like a second left back one. Yeah, they yeah. were just camped next to the left backs, uh, this the full backs. It was just dire, just dire. Um, just a couple more things I want to speak about before we wrap up. Uh, the referee. Oh, do you know, right, four minutes at the end, four minutes added on, how much time wasting the day do? In the corner, they yeah. were yeah. absolutely embarrassing. Yeah. Like, was it was a Ben White who went down holding his face. Yeah, oh, yeah, from an Jesus, you know, he did cry. Yeah, he did actually, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he's used as well. Yeah, the, uh, although I thought the offside was weird. Like, I would, so, I would be fuming if that was against those. Like, so, yeah. I, I've seen, I, I saw the, um, the, the still back of it. Yeah. The player who's offside, does he not score? Is he walking back on the other no, side? So, it's. It's offside because even though Beto kicks the ball, yeah. it's, it's inadvertent, so therefore oh, okay. it, it counts as going forward. So Enkechia was offside. Was it Enkechia? Yeah, yeah Enkechia came back, but he was just offside. So Saka was well offside, and yeah. he was over on our left. Yeah, But he was dreadful. He was absolutely yeah. honking yeah. the referee. Oh, he was awful on the linesman well as well. I, I don't get this thing with offsides as well, whereby you let a play on for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And then, Because there was one point in the game where um, Pickford came out with someone, yeah. like a 50-50. That could have been resulted in an injury, though. If yeah. they'd have both gone for the ball and clashed into each other, and then he flagged offside, it's weird. Yeah, I don't, the I don't weirdest thing it. about it was the corners. 
because oh, Matt's Matt just showing a little graphic there it says Arsenal for 26 seconds take the corner yeah, before yeah, the goal yeah, yeah. That, yeah. and even Peter Drury and uh, Gary Neville are sitting there going well, this is horrendous why has that not been added on yeah. we were never going to score <laughs> 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 maybe it helped us that we didn't go 2-0 down but yeah the, it's been it's been shocking this week hasn't it and it's you almost get it that like how Webb's come out and said they're going to do this, this, this and this and they're going to be the correct amount of injury time added on. But you look at that game of ours, first of all, I don't understand what they're trying to do with half-time. Because some of them I've seen add on five, six, seven minutes of half-time. Yeah. Some of them have just put a minute on and haven't given a shit about what's gone on beforehand. Put everybody into, into the changes. Then second half, that's all they count onto what they're adding on at yeah. the end. So it's, it's really bizarre, but we're getting to the stage now where that four minutes, and rightly so, should be criticised because there should be there should be more. Do you know what? You'll remember this when you, when you've watched games on Sky or whatever. Do you remember at the bottom of them when it finished? They used to pour ball in play. Yeah. yeah. The ridiculous amount. It was like you'd watch it and think, "What have I been watching here?" Because there's only been like 25 first half, 30 second half. Where's that other 25 minutes gone? How did he then add that in to what's going on in the game? What's considered like out for the throw in? But towards the end of games, people are taking the piss, taking the throw in, and then taking oh, the piss, taking taking a corner. It's it, it is horrendous. But like I say, might well have been better for us that we didn't concede the second goal. Yeah, I mean, at least the referee. Maybe the referee was just taking pity on us. Like these want to go home. Yeah. Like let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's not subject them to this oh, for any longer. The worst thing on Sky was they, they took the view from outside the ground and like Goodison Road was heaving with people <laughs> on about eighty nine minutes, just getting off. Just yeah. just finish it, lads. Uh, um, the last thing I want to talk about. Les is wincing here. Uh, Ashley Young, can we just can we just stop him taking corners forever, please? I mean, gee, I, I mean, we've had some bad set piece takers down the years, but Jesus Christ, he is awful. He's consistent, if nothing else, <laughs> because can he find a keeper's hands or can he Do find you know a keeper's hands? If you if you got him in the warm up, helping keepers practice the catching, he'd be amazing at that. He's so good at floating high balls that the keepers would come and grab. But I mean, it feels like every like when he played for like Villa and United, like they got a corner and he was taking it as a goal. He's got set piece taker in, and like when they come to us, it's like dread. Like if we sign War Prowse, he would like oh, yeah. he, he would forget how to kick a football. I mean, you're casing points, tickets. Yeah, you know, getting free kickets one. He was like a penalty. Didn't score one for us. Um, yeah, everyone's done it. No, on, on, on that though. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. The, the the fact about him that he played alongside Sean Dice at Watford. So to a look at a look at Sean Dice, and I think. That can't be true, that, he's but it actually, he made his debut next to Sean Dice. He's not been very good, has he? For Watford, no. No, he hasn't. He's, um, and again, you mentioned earlier on in, in this, you know, the, these positions we have on the right and left-hand side, just not able to deliver anything decent, but also having to have them on the pitch, the lack of options. Ashley Young shouldn't be anywhere near our starting eleven. let's be fair. Let's be honest about him, but he is. He's a regular that, that's every game, well, every game this season. Exactly. That that's um, that's pretty damning that what what's happened here, and you know, you've got all sorts of talk about coming up with the new owners as well. So let's hope we're not starting with what should be happening in May compared to what's happening now before we've even looked at Christmas. I think watching that today, they might not fancy taking us over anymore, <laughs> uh, which might be a good thing. Who knows? Uh, but we'll leave it there. Cheers today, Blaz and Matt. Uh, it's good to be back after the international break, isn't it? Speak for yourself. <laughs> but, uh, Brentford away next. We're building up to it all week. Uh, as ever, here on the Blue Room, we are in the Denby Castle. It's not really bouncing at the moment, but red zone's on the tally mat, which is good. Yes. 
I'd say go Bears, but they're not playing. But, you know, still. The Colts are winning at the moment. I'm expecting them to mash it up somehow. So what are you talking about? American football, Dave, yeah. What are you doing talking about? This, 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 this is all, like, comfort in life, you know. So, Fair enough, so we'll leave it there anyway. Up the top of you. Speak to you again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.